Do you want to do you want to introduce the episode this week, Puck? Yep, because I definitely know what number we're up to. Hang season, on, on my desk. Season four, season four, episode three. Season four, episode season three. four, episode three. Yes, welcome everyone to Dyson Pixels. Um, we've been off the air for a little bit, back and forth, um, because of illness and lodgement and all kinds of things. <laughs> but we're back now, um, and uh. back to our regular Metamucil-like selves. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's a it's really good description of the long. show. Far too long. Like yeah. our show. Roll the intro. <laughs> Quick overview. What are, you, what are you checking out? What are you going to review this week? You're doing tabletop predominantly at the moment, aren't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all about the tabletop. What you got for us? Well, I finally got around to playing uh, Terraforming Mars, which was... Uh, cool. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Um, hang on just a one a second. Gonna be, just hold on. You, you appear to have someone in the studio there yeah. with you. <laughs> Daddy, go away. Come away from the door. Um, oh, that was fine. This is all good. Um, I had cats raiding my studio this morning. It was beautiful. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. So hang on. Just a scattering well, of Well, look, them. I'll tell you what. How about, how about we do an old-fashioned tabletop rodeo where I review in quick succession like five games? Well, I told you not to do this anymore. Yeah. <sighs> Because there was this period of season two where you went on a game storm and no one could remember what games got reviewed in the show because there were too many and they didn't they didn't fit on the screen when they were scrolling through the episode description. It's just not nobody. You, what? you had an issue with it. No, no, no I don't listen to our show. <laughs> Other people message me about it. Why would I listen to our show? To I'm on it. I don't want to. I don't want to experience it again. Um, I'm checking out. Yeah. I'm checking out. Right, yeah, Puck's checking out a whole bunch of stuff. So we'll get back to you on that. Oh, um, I'm, I'm going to check out. Well, I was inflicted. No, no, wait, that's not right. Um, so, so I said on the last show that I was going to review uh, Euro Truck Simulator, and so I yeah, did, yeah. and uh, and I I did. So we're going to get to that a little bit later on. Um, surprisingly, it uh, it wasn't horrible. Really? It's um. Wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. It was actually pretty good considering it was a truck simulator. Uh, partially because the uh, avatar that I used looked like a drunk Santa Claus, which was wonderful. It's absolutely beautiful. I know. Well, uh, Puck has no internet, so he's going to have to guess the uh, news articles. Maybe we can go off news that you've heard somewhere else. Uh, well, hang on. <laughs> I've got some. Uh, talk about mine. I'll, I'll uh, say the news, and then you can rebut, rebut my news. I will work it out. Yeah. Sorry, what are we talking about? We're doing news. Who's news? Uh, we're doing so well this week. R- right on par Who's with news? Uh, season one. Yeah, this yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now, there is a bunch of stuff that's uh, come out this week. Um, one of the things announced was um, on April 19th, a uh, uh, new Serious Sam game, which I remember from back in the land days, and they were awesome. Really? Yeah. They were, but... They were great land games, man. Didn't they already... Br- they brought one out a while back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but I don't think anyone played it. Um, <laughs> no, no, they, look, look, they did, and I remember I played it, and I was like... Mm, you were the one. Okay. Uh, but it was yeah, just a very dull game. Yeah, that game was only good when you played with a bunch of other people, though, man. That's where it was good. Yeah, true, true. 
Yeah. And I think from memory, from memory, they had they had pretty beefy kind of um, uh, player limits in it. Oh, it was 64? Like 48 or 64 or something. 64. I think it was 64. Was it 64? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was nuts, man. I would like to campaign, anyone listening, uh, EA especially, because I um, know you guys listen to our show. <clears throat> uh, Nintendo don't. They're too busy following cardboard or whatever it is they do over there. Um, but... I want mm. a campaign to bring back the co-op single-player game, like land games, because um, oh, yeah. I don't think we've really had a good one for a long time, man. With the exception of more pegs and stuff like that, mm. but um, we haven't had a game with a single-player story game you can play through co-op for ages. Why? They were so good, man. They were awesome. Yeah, that's true. People worked together. They weren't fighting. It was great. Yeah, probably the God, probably the closest would have been um, what Portal Two. Uh, yeah, but man, that that still only had two players. Uh, it was didn't it? It was like the main story. It was like a side story, wasn't it? Uh, I, I can't remember. Jeez, you were you you were you were two robots. Yes, but it was yeah. it wasn't the main campaign though. It was like a different different side campaign series of thingies mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, but there's like so many games it would have been yeah, great yeah. to play multiplayer like can you imagine like a Assassin's Creed with a hundred assassins or something running around no that'd yeah, be terrible yeah yeah um, could so, manage it anyway yeah, yeah okay well hang on next bit of news um you know that um uh, you know that podcast I told you about a while back and don't say it I don't know I tell you a lot about a podcast but important no 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 you know Idle, th- idle Thumbs Important of True uh um, well the guy- I remember it but you, um, so th- you mentioned a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Didn't you? So this this is the one about um the the ro- like you know the the implications of uh, robotics and AI. Oh and yeah yeah thing. yeah okay yep. But the guy but the guys who run it are the guys who who own uh, or started um Campo Santo, the oh, yes. development group who created Firewatch, yes. Valley of the Gods, Valley of the Gods. Is that Valley of the it's Gods? Not that yet. I think they did Valley of the Gods, isn't it? Oh, no. um, but some really really nice games. Anyway, Valve has Valve has just bought them. What? Ooh. What? Yeah. But Valve hasn't really bought anything in a while, or bought out any games yeah. in a while, have so, they? Oh, sorry, no, sorry, they didn't develop Valley of the. Yeah, no, no, actually, no, no, no. They did, they did Valley of the Gods. Get your first right. really cool. Uh, but I'm curious, but, man. Um, what is Valve up to? They haven't really developed a game for ages. No, yeah. no. Why apparently, are buying, why are they buying a game development studio? Okay, quote from Gabe Newell: Valve is going to start shipping games again. Oh, if they finish Half Life Two, Episode Two, I'll be happy. This is good. This is a good it's, thing. It's good. It's good. But like. What's on the cards there? You got Half Life Two, oh, no which is in development hell, and um, everyone wants Portal Three. Have they got any other IPs? They might have some. Hmm. They might have some like older game mm. IP that wow. I don't even remember. Do you know? Not really. I mean, they make all the money from Steam, so. No, well, Gabe they don't does. Don't really need anything else. Fattest wallet in the known universe. Yeah, because he keeps taking all of our money. Yeah, the, I respect him, man. Yeah. He's an economic vacuum cleaner, man. I got a lot of respect for that. Yeah, yeah. You know anyway. what game? I, you know what game I really want to play? Do it. It only just came out. No, God of War. Oh one. yeah, man. I saw the video for the guy crying over that. The developer yeah. that oh, made I'm... him sound bad. I mean, uh, it was a good video because he was um 
he the director was watching like the rating it got he was like oh my god i'm so happy that the game i spent five years on people actually like it was it was beautiful well apparently there's something called immersive mode that um people like losing their minds over sounds like vr um what is it so it basically immersive mode it just removes everything around it whatever um so it's really really minimal um and if you've got a nice big tv apparently it's like phenomenal Mm. okay i like that less interface clutter but that's the one with the that's the one with um what's his name you you know tilk yeah chris judge man oh yeah you're right yeah Yeah. i forgot about that Yeah, yeah yeah he's good that's awesome. He's got the right voice for it too, which is cool. Mm. Oh, he's, he's he's a good good casting. You got anything else? Uh, I've got baby. I don't know. Let what me have got? a look. What do you got? What's in my notepad file? Let me have a look. Um, uh, I'm looking for something good. I'm looking for something. Um, hmm. I I can't find anything. I want I want something legitimately pants changingly good in here, but there's not a whole lot. Well, uh, Super Troopers 2 is out if you want to go review that. <laughs> Super Troopers 2. Is it out? Yeah. Oh, in the States, by the look of it. See, this falls into that box of that first movie was really funny. And I have this bad feeling after this long making a sequel, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I have that feeling. This is going to be... This is going to be yeah. Caddyshack 2. This is going to not be a good movie, I think. No, this is, this is going to be um, Arrested Development Season 4 all over again. Oh, wow. You went there? Oh. oh it, did, did you ever watch that? It was so disappointing. Uh, no. It was really no, dis- I didn't. I just... It was, one that, it, was the, I, it was the series that came out on Netflix. So, hang on, hang on. You've seen well, Arrested Development, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So season one to You're three. Saying, was have great. they ever bought back? Have they ever bought back a series like after a long time of it being cancelled and it not been awful? No. Even the Family Guy Return was not great. It was not what Fam- it was. Family Guy Return. What do you mean? Yeah, Fam- Family Guy got cancelled by Fox. Remember for like seven years, and then it came back. Uh it got cancelled a few times. Oh uh, no, the the big one, the first big one, when it was like gone for ages and then enough people got angry at yeah. Fox or whoever um, and they bought it back but yeah it wasn't great although, and, uh, although I haven't seen the new X-Files but that I'm not expecting a lot no apparently it's not bad I've, I've heard it's not bad hey we got on a tangent huh God of War God of good. War anyway God of War <laughs> we good get it. yeah no it looks I good got mo- I got uh, Monster Hunter World so I should do a review on that at some point Oh, yes. No, well, I know. Uh, oh, and I, I know Nap's been playing that and loves it. And Hang all on. All this stuff. Hold on. All a this second. stuff in Fortnite. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. no, um, Fortnite. Fortnite. The Meteors thing. Have you been reading about this? I, I haven't been playing it too much. Dave, Dave has. I have. Yeah, these Meteors that, that are appearing and getting more and more frequent, and the developers are just going, oh, we don't know. No, apparently there's, yeah, sure you a, apparently there's, a, there's a particular city, like a particular map in the. Um, the, 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 the um, Battle Royale thingo, right? A particular city within that where the developers aren't, they're not terribly happy about that particular city because everyone goes there, right? And then... what? So they're destroying it. That's awesome. Well, well, apparently, right at the beginning of the game, there's something like half the players in every game will go straight away to this city and there'll be this huge big shootout straight away that knocks out half the population. Uh, oh no! I know! I know a city it is the one the one and only game of battle royale royale I've played, and I had to, well, because I played you know the same one mm. you did. I yeah, 
got that, dropped in, went to the outskirts, didn't realize that the eye was going to shrink because I wasn't reading my screen. I, the storm, shrunk and I died in the storm. Yeah. While everyone else was happy killing each other in the city and I thought I'd be smart and stay outside the city. Yeah, yeah. So, so, apparently, uh, so, so apparently they were saying that that city, the way that that works, um, ends up um, basically destroying the flow of the game, particularly late game. Yeah. It- so, <laughs> I can see So, that there is happening. a theory... That what this is, is this is their opportunity to basically destroy that city with a meteor. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but speaking of Fortnite, have you seen the mobile version? Hang on, what? Yeah. There's an actual mobile version. Hang on, how does that work? It's, it's, it's <clears throat> the fucking game. It's the game. But it, it's, the, uh, it's just the Battle Royale part of it. Um, what? How does that work? Don't know. Would that? Wouldn't that be horrible? Uh-huh. Oh, it seems alright. And apparently, it's like really. It's been a real success, and lots and lots of people are playing it. Well, of course it is. They've put the they've put battle royale label on it, and yeah. Um. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm googling. What? Hang on. No. So Fortnite on iOS. You can't, you can't do a multiplayer. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Fortnite on iOS has grossed more than twenty five million dollars in the first thirty days of availability. Um. And once it and once it releases on Android, they're predicting that um they'll probably gross around about five hundred million dollars from the mobile versions this Ooh. year. Ooh. They'll they'll probably get more because you know um. Yeah, yeah, lots more people on Androids now, apparently. Um, but there's there's a swath of crap on the market. But yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Appar- and appar- I'll get that. Yeah. So and apparently, uh, so far, the average sales per day, um, of the players is a million dollars. What? Which is second only to Netflix. Jeez. Well, everyone wants Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That'll plateau eventually, and then they'll get all. Uh, this is on. This is on like iPhone spending. I mean, so basically, the Frick. order of order of things where people are spending are Netflix, then Fortnite, then Tinder. Do you have to pay for Tinder? It's free. <laughs> well, I suppose it depends what you want. But yeah. um, <laughs> then I love this. Okay, the, nothing is more telling about the entire planet than the ordering of that ranking. Yeah, so Netflix, like Netflix, Fortnite, Tinder. Then a game, and then people wanting to basically hook yeah, up. Then Pan- <laughs> then Pandora, makes sense, music platform. Uh, then YouTube, then something... Oh, here we go, Candy Crush. Candy Crush is, is still, still right up there. Yeah. Jesus. And then finally Hulu. They're the top seven, uh, basically, app spending. Not app usage, so app spending. Pe- People in the world pretty much just want to watch, mo- watch movies, hook up, and play Fortnite. So, yeah. Okay. Um, we should get into um, our reviews. Yes. We really we should. should. Um, we should, yeah. You should go last because you're obviously going to blow everyone away with your <gasps> that is quick true. roulette of gameness. Yeah. You go first, and then I'll do a <clears throat> tabletop bonanza. Okay, well, I did a nice structured review, and then you can just vomit all over the schedule at the end of the show. Um, Yep. Okay, so, at the end of the last episode, I said facetiously, somebody should review one of these truck simulator games, and somehow got talked into actually doing it. So, I reviewed Euro, Euro Truck Simulator 2. Now, um, it was a little bit different than I expected. 
Uh, it's a simulator, obviously. It's not, you know, it's in the name, but it's a simulator in the truest sense of the word. However, uh, as with most, I don't know if you've played any high-end flight simulators or stuff like that. Mm. Um, they're usually, uh, they're for a very select crowd and they are nauseatingly complex. Um, it's like to, to take off, you have to do everything you do in an actual aircraft. And most people don't put in the time to do that. Um, so I thought this game was going to fall into the same category. As yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's, um, no. Uh, this game has a couple different modes. Um, basically, you're in idiot mode, which is what I played on, um, which I think I used a controller for that one. And then you've got a keyboard and mouse mode. And then you've got various levels of automation. Do you want a manual truck? Do you want all this other stuff to happen automatically with GPS tracking and stuff like that? So you can basically dive in and just drive around. Or you can, you know, have it, kind of do a lot of the stuff for you which is not what i expected <laughs> um yeah well <laughs> so uh my experience with this game so my first thing uh when i went in there i had to uh y- you basically start as this guy who has a truck and you want to build a trucking empire but as far as i can tell your trucking empire is just uh, you becoming a guy with lots and lots of trucks yep, yep. um so i got into this game and my first task was to reverse park a truck with a trailer on the back. Um, so after causing around about, you get fined for damage, by the way, around about 22,000 euros, I think it was, of damage to the truck yard, I, um, I clicked the button that said automatically hitch up the trailer and get it going. Um, <clears throat> so basically, you know a lot of those space games where you do uh, cargo runs? Where you take something from here to there and you get paid for it and like the economic value you know, changes and you get certain amounts for doing certain runs. Kind of think like that, except you're driving around. Um, now, speaking to the points about this game that I actually really like, um, you the visuals are quite good. Like they're not triple, they're not God of War good. But remember, this is an indie. This is an indie studio, I should say. So yeah for a small team they're pretty damn good and when you look at the amount of space they've had to construct they've they've constructed this enormous part of europe you can drive through all of the cities and you've got scenery and trees and then you have weather and all this other stuff that plays into it they've done a pretty damn good job um considering what they've had to had to make uh, uh so anyway after yeah. i had my um my uh trailer bit hooked up um i got a quest and it was to deliver something from here to somewhere else. I'm really good with my notes on this one. Um, so I got out onto the road and uh, destroyed a few things on the way out. And then I found out that you actually get fined for uh, knocking down signs and damaging park benches. And luckily, there's no people to run yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, per- personally, um, no. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, that's just my play style. So you don't play this like GTA, which I found out later on. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm taking this, you know, load from here to here. Um, I managed to find out that you can also get speeding fines. Hang on. So, so this game seems to be mostly about fines is what I'm getting. (laughs) So my, um, my play style in this game was, was not going well, but, um, either way, uh, yeah, it is essentially just a driving game 
so you're driving around delivering stuff, but there's a lot of control you've got on the backend economics of it and how you set up your truck and how you set up your routes and if you use navigation systems or not and you can take shortcuts and things like that. You can get paid bonuses. I think when, if you get something delivered sooner, you'll get a penalty if you don't deliver it on time, obviously. Um, if you damage the cargo, obviously you lose some money. So by the end of my first run, I, I, I made about 2,000 euros, pounds, I think it was euros, off the delivery. And I'd lost about 90,000 in damages I'd done to the city. So I wasn't doing great. Um, all that said, now I played this game for probably three or four hours. You've got to put in a lot of time because you're not, you know, waypointing between areas. You've, you've got to do the drive. But um, for a game that I wouldn't normally play, it was actually kind of enjoyable. I can see what the simulator, um, you know, the, the addicts, kind of like about these kind of games it's quite relaxing and there is a fair amount of micromanagement you can do if you want to so there's strategy there as well it's just a different type that you're used to so in rating this game um graphics are, i'm gonna say four out of five and i'm only because i'm putting in the consideration yeah, so it's, it's not going to be perfect. Team. they've done a spectacular uh i'm going to check that now because i don't want to get it wrong it is by the company known as SCS Software. I got it wrong. So SCS Software. Um, so graphics, yeah. Uh, gameplay for what it's designed to do. Yeah, the so controls, it's not going to be perfect. The controls are really good. They're very solid. Easy to use. Nothing feels clunky. The interface is clean. It's very easy to navigate. So in terms of gameplay for the for the audiences designed for, yeah, I'm thinking it's five out of five. Remember on Steam, this gets mm. overwhelmingly positive reviews. Um, beyond that, uh, yeah. in terms of the replayability, because it's a simulator and I have a sense a lot of it's, you know, pro randomly yeah, yeah. generated. Yeah. I think people that played it would get a lot of replayability out of this. Now, if you're a fan of things like, uh, last of us and uncharted, uh, probably not the game for you from gameplay. You're probably going to give it, you know, a two, but for the audience it's designed for, I can see why it's a good game. I was... I was pleasantly surprised. So um, that's an overall, like, mm. in the genre, probably four, four and a half out of five, man. Um, yeah, well done for that studio. They've, they've done a lot of stuff, too. They've made a lot of games. Uh, but I think they've only been running since about 2008. <laughs> so they've pumped out a lot. But, yeah, there you go. Okay, now, um, before you do your reviews, a couple of things you wanted to mention. Um, I want to give a shout out to Brisbane Byte Magazine. This is a uh, magazine that checks out a lot of stuff in the indie video game industry, especially around Brisbane. Um, now, they've got a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Brisbane Byte. I would encourage everyone to go there because they are into the same kind of stuff that we're into. So not just video games, obviously. It's tabletop and all kinds of stuff. So um, they did a nice little feature on us uh, in the last episode, which I am uh, massively appreciative of. Uh, but yeah, um, get on their Facebook page, check them out and subscribe because they're a good mag. Um, there's a, it's like a very, you can download it off the, uh, the page and it's very well done, very high quality. So yeah, check it out guys. I would, I would encourage you to do that. Um, the other one, um, <clears throat> are you aware, I think I might've mentioned it briefly of jump gaming. I think so. It sounds familiar. Remind me. Okay, so do you remember in season two, we had this uh, little, not, it wasn't an argument, it was like just an excited yeah, bit yeah. of banter uh, about, wouldn't it be great if there was a Netflix for indie games? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you pay a subscription free and you just get infinite indie Yep, 
Jump Gaming. Um, they started, oh, I think it was last year they went live. Um, they curate specifically indie games. They don't touch AAA games. Yep. Um, their business model is they actually look for games that are uh, a little bit after what they call their peak period. Yep. So they say, you know, release on Steam, get all your money from your first things. When sales start to start to drop a bit, go on here. And you pay essentially, I think it's about seven bucks a month. And they've got this massive library of games that they curate. So they check that they're not shit before they put them yep. on there. Um, and then each week, there's a whole bunch of new indie games. This is the best thing that I've ever purchased because it's the stuff that we're we're into. And these are all games I've never heard of them or seen them on Steam, and they're great. Hmm. Some of them are puzzler games. Some of the stuff it, you can actually play through a web-based client as well if you want. Somehow they've got a tech there that it downloads the required files, yeah. but you can play you know direct 3D games within this web browser thing that they've created. Hmm. Um, or you or you install the client and you play it kind of like you do with Steam. Um, now, my favorite thing about this platform, um, bar none, there is a random button and you go, eh, and you click it and it picks a random game, oh, downloads awesome. it and starts playing that's it. That's awesome. Which is just um, brilliant. But uh, these guys are making some waves. It's a little bit slow to download in Australia, but that's not their issue. That's our internet. Mm. Um, but it downloads the game and then you're playing locally. So it's not like you're, it's not like that... Um, was it OnLive that did the streaming yeah, game yeah. thing and then they got bought by Amazon because it just didn't work unless you were standing next to, to your exchange? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got this really good middle ground of streaming and download and it works really well. And the great thing is everything goes on their market. If you're playing a subscription fee, um, your subscription fee gets separated up to all those vendors. Mm, mm. Um, that you're playing the games of. So it's an ongoing revenue stream for independent game developers. So um, this is another thing. Any developers listening to this, get in touch with these guys. See if you can get the game on there as well. Because it might just be a bit, but you've got an ongoing revenue stream from people that are playing your games. And the reason I like this is this is encouragement for indie developers to continue to develop content for existing games instead of just going, oh, well, we've sold. Now we'll, put, we'll make another game. Yeah. So it's like, you know how Terraria, it's, it's now flattened out. It sold, you know, it, he probably made billions of dollars off that game. Um, but pretty so much- it's, di- it's difficult to try and prioritize that now over anything else exactly everyone's bought it everyone's played mm. it so the money's plateaued out there's no microtransaction system so the money they've got is the is the money that they've made off it something like this means if you have a game like that well you can continue to get money after it which means if you keep releasing patches and making the game better people will keep coming back to it at the moment there's not really any reason for people to come back to games like that and keep developing on mm. um mm. So yeah, uh, Jump Gaming, check it out. Um, I follow their Facebook as well, and they they put up announcements of the most recent games coming out. Um, and there's some. I've got lots of stuff to review now in coming weeks, just based on this alone. Uh, and they're awesome. games I would never have found. All right, shall we do some tabletop reviews? You go for it. <coughs> You've got. Oh, <laughs> let me time you. Okay, so what are you going to review first? Okay, so first of all, there was a game called Sheer Panic. Sheer is in S-H-E-A-R. Okay. Now, it's about shearing sheep. Okay. And it and it's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> what what is the 
Why are you reviewing this game? It sounds awful. Because it's awful. Okay. No, the um. Okay. Look, it's it's a it's actually quite a nice looking game, but the mechanics on it are just oh, just awful. Um, the idea is that you have a grid of little sheep characters. Um, I think it's nine by nine or four by four. Okay. Maybe five by five. Whatever it is, it's like a square grid, and you have different coloured sheep. Um. You, the idea is that you uh, can take different actions around shoving, you know, the sheep to like one side of the, the truck that they're in, for example, or um, you can choose to like swap sheep around or whatever it is. And the idea is that every now and again, they go into a panic and then they all just start moving around randomly. Okay. Now, I like the idea, but oh my God, it was just... The biggest pain in the ass of game Doesn't play. Doesn't sound great. No, it wasn't fun. And the instructions <laughs> were awful. So, visually, from a visuals perspective, I'd give it probably three out of five. Yeah. Um, gameplay, oh, one out of five. And replayability, this is the kind of game where you would literally play it once, unless you're an idiot. <laughs> um, in which case, you just keep moving the sheep around. And, yeah, no, it's... Crap. So I, I'm going to give it overall. I would say I'm going to give it two nap hugs. Oh, okay. That sounds terrible. Next. <laughs> yeah. So next one. I can't actually remember if I already reviewed this one or not, but I want to review it again because I like it. Uh, Galaxy Trucker. I don't think you did. Doesn't yeah, sound familiar so Galaxy to me. Trucker. So basically, um, the idea is that you have a whole bunch of different types of tiles in front of you, um, and there's like maybe a hundred or so tiles mm. okay now what you need to do is there's like a building phase at the beginning um you have a, a grid in front of you where you build a ship yeah. okay so all the different pieces fit together um the building phase is literally everyone just goes as quickly as they can to build their ship until they're happy with it okay Okay, so you can put uh, different types of engines on there. You can put like batteries that will, you know, um, charge your shields. Um, you can put weapons on there, but you you can only fire in the direction that you point the weapons. You can only fly in, you know, like the opposite way you direct the engines uh, to go okay. and so on and so forth. Okay, so it's actually kind of cool. So once the building is done, everyone goes, okay, yep, happy with it. So everyone stopped building. Um, what you do then is uh, there's events that then happen. And the events could be something like a meteorite uh, hits, you know, your ship. Now, if you've got shields on that side of the ship, awesome. congratulations, it, it, you, you, you managed to save it. Now, if you don't have any batteries, well, that's it. Your shields are out because <laughs> they've taken a hit. If you don't have shields in the direction it comes from, part of your ship gets Bumped off. And that's obviously how you can lose. That is how you can lose. So at the end of the game, the idea is um, uh, the winner is basically the person who has the most intact ship. Um, and uh, you, you can do things like pick up goods and stuff on the way um, or, or like, you know, with different degrees of rarity. So the idea is you try and build a ship that protects the goods because the goods are really what gives you the yeah. most amount of money at the end, like the most amount of, of points. Um, and it's, um, yeah, look, from visually looks five, great. Five visually. It looks really, really nice. And it's really simple. Five out of five. Uh, no, I'm going to say four out of five visually because it's not, it's, it's not like it's stunning or anything. It's just, it's just really nice. Um, and very easy to get into. Play, um, 
playability of what is it? Um, gameplay. Gameplay. Oh, it's very very simple. I'm gonna give it um a f- a three only because it's very simple gameplay, but it is it's good. It's fun. It is quite a fun game to play. Replayability, uh, probably a three as well. Um, it's the kind of game where, you know, like if you if you had a game tonight, you'd be like, oh, you know, let's have a game of Galaxy Truck. Is it you know? Galaxy you pull Trucks it out, you or have a, have a Galaxy Trucks or Galaxy uh, um, what? Galaxy what? Galaxy Trucker. Ah, thank you. Yep. Um, yeah. So I would give it overall play three out of five. Uh Next one is, uh, now this is one of the coolest games I've played in a while. Um, it's, now, and it's, it is impossible to look up. Okay, so I'm just going to have to describe it to you and see if you can find it. Because it's called The Game. Is it, uh, hang on, you're, you're reviewing so you a game that our listeners can't play. Now. Because they can't find it. I can see some marketing issues with this game. No. <laughs> You don't really need to buy this game, and I'll ex- I'll explain why. Um, what it is is that you have um, two sets of cards, okay? Um, and the two sets of cards go numbered one to a hundred. That's it. That's the entire physical game, okay? So I d- I don't believe these guys took this out to market specifically to make money from it. Because it is, because you could straight away, if you fucking, you know, if you've got a whole bunch of business cards, for example, you just write your numbers on it, done. You're set up. Okay. So this is, this is how it works. Down in front of you, you put um, uh, the ones and the hundreds. Okay. So you should have four piles in front of you. Now, the idea is to get rid of all of your cards. Okay. Including the ones that are in the deck. So you got, you know, 200 cards to go through. Um, going, and the, the piles of one are going up. The piles of 100 are going down, okay? Now, you can't go backwards. So if, uh, if it's a one, you can put down a two or a 10 or a 20. But, but once it's got 20 on there, you have to go above the 20, okay? And the game ends when nobody can go. Now. This sounds like a weird combination between uh, Blackjack and Solitaire, man. A little bit. Now, you can talk to each other during the game, but you cannot mention any numbers. Okay. Okay, all right. Right. So, it sounds fucking stupid. It really does. It was... (laughs) What? (laughs) It was so much fun, though. Because it, because you'd be, because because you're sort of working together. You are basically working together, right? Um, so there's no real winner per se. You either finish the game or you don't. Um, and so when you're doing it, it's like you know, oh, I have I have quite a high card. I I'd like to put down, and they're like, how high? I'm like, pretty high. I mean, you know, not high high, but it's high enough. And then you know, because you might have like an you know 83, and you're like, you know, if you could put down a high card that's not too high, then my high card can go on top of your one. And then they'll put down like an 85 and you're like, fuck, I can't, I can't put down the card I want to put down now. Man, that is an exceptionally wacky game. Very weird. Yeah, and it's good with a group of people. Now, um, okay, okay, I'm interested now. Mm. Um, how do you score this on the three chart thing, the three things? Oh, okay, so v- visually, 
irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I'm just going to give it a... I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just going to give it a five because it's fucking irrelevant, right? Gameplay, five. Definitely a five because it is... What about replayability? Five. It's the kind of thing where... Um, <laughs> this game's a five and no one can find it and buy it anywhere because it well, doesn't yeah, exist. But that's the thing. If you, can, if, you, if you ever see it, buy it. But if you, if you can't find it, um, just fucking go down to Officeworks and get some... Uh, they call them inde- in, in, some index cards. And write the numbers on them. Done. You may be advocating a form of piracy here. I don't oh, know. I don't think so. What, what am I advocating piracy of? Well, tabletop piracy. You know, like, yeah. Nah, you, but you can't copyright, you know, numbers one to a hundred. Like, mm. it's... Re- you sure? It sounds like something Microsoft or Apple would have a patent on. Yeah, but... Mm, they do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is, that, it is awesome. Um, is your next game a game? No. You got two my, more. My next game is kind of a game. My my next my next game. Have you ever seen Suddenly Drunk? So, have you seen the cards that are in Suddenly Drunk? Because we played it the other day, the other night, and um, it's fucking great. Like really good. Like really really fun. It's not uh, never played it, but I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just a matter of drink a drink. Drink two drinks. It's not like that. It's more. It has all these little mini games all the way through it. So things like, um, okay, for example, uh, we had one of the guys who, you know, picked up a card and it was, um, oh, what was it? It's like your, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, was, sorry, one of the girls was like, your name is now sexy. So if anyone refers to you as anything but sexy, including yourself, um, they drink. Okay. Right? So, um, but it, at, by the end of the game, I think we had maybe six people with different names. Um, so I think mine was like Dr. Butthole um, and people kept... Oh, that is awesome. We're going to refer to you as that for the rest of time now. But then people, but then people would like say, would refer to me as Butthole and I'm like, hang on, Dr. Butthole, drink, thanks very much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. And all those other little things like this little sort of like, you know, never have I ever, um, you know, uh, uh, the more controversial, you know, pick the person with the nicest ass, they drink. Now, when you had a couple of married couples sitting at the table, that was fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, and the, the idea of this game is that you add it on to an existing game. Uh, anything that's turn-based um, that, might, that might incur a penalty. So, for example, uh, we were doing it with... Um, fuck, what were we playing it with? Uh, oh, that's right, Unstable Unicorns. So every time, oh, that would be so much fun with this. Yeah, yeah. So the so the way we did, or oh, even flux. Yeah, flux. Um, the way we did it is every time you lost a unicorn, as in, oh, every time a unicorn left your stable, you picked up a suddenly drunk card. We all got drunk very very quickly. We've destroyed everyone at the party, man. Yeah, and there's there's two expansions. There's the sexy edition, which is very similar, except it's um. More swearing, and there's cards in there about taking off items of clothing instead of drinking. And then there's, th- and then there's the hardcore expansion, which basically swaps out all of the drinks for shots. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, we're not advocating, you know, alcoholism on this show, even though we've uh, previously reviewed an app that uh, enables you to <laughs> have drinking games. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. But. Sounds cool. 
Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I got them on Gameology, I think. Um, I bought all three, and I think they cost like fifteen bucks each. Like, you know, like it was fun. It was fun. It was and gives a nice twist. So if you've got games which are, you know, you enjoy playing, but you just want to sort of spice up a little bit, yeah, okay, know, something like this will be really good, well, and it just kind of enhances it. It sounds like graphics is irrelevant in this game anyway. So, uh, okay, no, I'm going to say graphics is actually it's it's actually done really well. Okay, um, um, what do you give graphics? Um, I'd probably say four out of five. Uh, it's not like it's not like there's any pictures or anything on it, but they're designed really well. Um, gameplay, um, oh, five, because it's it is what it is. Uh, it's re- replayability, ah, um, oh, five, because you just add it into any game you want. You just use it with everything. This has got a solid four point five. Yeah, I would say so. Nice. Uh, and then last, what's your last last one? game? Now this is the big one. Um, this is terraforming Mars. Oh, this is the one you mentioned. Oh my god! Have you beginning, give us a lowdown on this one, uh, Buck. So, terraforming Mars has been around for quite a long time. I don't know if you've ever come across it or not. Um, um, I'm, no, not I don't think so. So it's it's quite a complicated game. Um, I'm just I'm just quickly looking up uh, when it came out. Uh, oh, 2016. It's not as old as I thought it was. Um, so typically playtime on this is at least two hours but you probably want to block out a better part of a day alright um, it's oh it's fucking incredible it's won just tons of awards and it's it's typically considered to be one of the most popular games like most popular tabletop games ever made yeah yeah um uh, the idea of it is that you have a board in front of you with all these different meters and markers and stuff that are all about terraforming Mars, funnily enough. Um, so the idea is that it, like the game finishes when you increase the oxygen meter um, up to maximum, you increase the uh, temperature up to maximum, uh, and you place all of the ocean tiles. Okay. Now, you start off with... 10 cards that they call projects that you can then play. And what's really cool is that every single card in this game is unique. And there's a lot of them. There's about probably 600 cards. Jesus. Okay, that's not bad. Every single one of them, they're all unique and they all have... they're actually quite interesting. So one might be, you know, gene splicing or another one might be, uh, and they give reasons for it. So gene splicing, because, um, you know, to, to, um, to have in your back pocket from the inevitable um, exposure to unknown radiation. Right, or um, it could be that you, um, uh, and, and some of them have different effects. So there's one, for example, which is kelp farming. Now, kelp farming, you have to have at least they have to be at least six oceans down. Um, and when you put it down, you get a lot of bonuses from it, right? Um, so you have like a little card in front of you that has a an energy meter, a money production meter, um, a steel, uh, steel production, titanium production, heat production, and... What oh, plant production. Right, so so you everyone starts off on one, so producing you know one dollar one, um, a plant one energy one whatever right, um, and everything goes in, uh, um, generations. So a generation is finished when nobody can take any more actions. 
um, and you have a certain uh, terraforming level. Um, so around the outside of the board, there's numbers one to a hundred. Um, you, you you never get to actually uh, you never actually get to a hundred. You get pretty close, um, but it's it's a it's a marker. So your terraforming level, everyone starts at level twenty, and the money you get at the beginning of a generation is your terraforming level plus your money generation. So you so you might have plus ten money generation. So um, you'd be on say thirty if you're still at terraforming level twenty. Every time you raise the oxygen or the temperature, you go up a terraforming level. Um, every time you um, place an ocean tile, it inc um, you go up a terraforming level. Uh, it, and every time you put down a plant token, it raises the temperature. Uh, sorry, it yeah it increases the oxygen. Therefore, you go up a level, and so on and so forth. Oh, it's fucking great. So, um, uh, Nap actually bought it for us for a uh, housewarming present. Um, it's not a cheap. It's not a cheap game, by the way. Well, it sounds like it's, it's got quite a lot of ones. content, like bits to it and stuff. So it's, you know, worth it. Yeah, so... Um, Not that cheap. It's fine. $130. Ooh, it's a little bit so it's higher than I thought. But I mean, still, mm -hmm. for a game with that much replayability, it's not that bad. Not really. Oh, it's incredible. So to give you an idea, um, we, uh, we had a couple people come around yesterday for a barbecue. So we started playing it at about 11. We finished the game at four. Um, now, admittedly, we had a bit, like we had, you know, an hour in there where we had something to eat and we were learning. So total play time was probably about maybe four hours. Um, Still, uh, that's a pretty yep. good amount of play time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, last night, uh, Annika and I had a game. Um, so we sat down and played it and we started playing at probably about 7.30. Um, and we finished playing at probably 10.30. Um, and there wasn't really any learning because Un's really good at picking up these sort of games really quickly. <coughs> it sounds like... Um, three, or four, sounds like I, yeah, three or four hours. Three or four hours is average. Um, uh, think um, Monopoly type time frames here. Except interesting, you know? <laughs> Except interesting, yeah. Um, oh, man. But uh, look, I think you, if you really like the sciencey side of things, you'll fucking love this game. Yeah, this is really cool, man. Um, um, so, what would you give it on the three? Ah, uh, five, acro five across the board. Five, 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 five. Absolutely, five, five, five. This is awesome. This is by this is by far one of the best games I've ever played. Um, Ooh, and, and you own it, and I own it. So I, I, I can see us playing this a lot. Mm. Um, well, there you go. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and because because every game is very very different, and there's a um and the 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 core game actually comes with a built-in expansion. <clears throat> so I think it might have been a Kickstarter. So one of the expansions got funded, so everyone got the, the expansion. Um, so the the vanilla version of the game comes with about three hundred cards, etc. The uh, and it's you know everyone just starts off with the same number of coins, the same number of whatever, um, uh, and there's no special bonuses or special changes. There's a this it's called corporate era edition, so the corporate era adds in about another three hundred cards, um, plus uh, you have all these different corporations. So you may start off with one um, where your heat production starts off on say you know four, and you can I think I yeah, I think it was uh, your heat production starts on four, and for any space cards, um, you can use heat as currency as well as dollars, um, whereas an 
you know, where another one was, I think you, it was like a, um, your money production starts higher and you can trade resources between certain types of generation. You know, so there's, oh man, we haven't even gotten into that. And if that wasn't good enough, it also has a solo version. So you don't even need someone else to play this game. You can actually, yeah. So, oh man, so I haven't even, I haven't even tried the solo version. I was actually thinking about trying it tonight. Um, so there's a what the hell? Okay, yeah, that's so, like. so so there's the, 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 there is a lot of complexity in this game, but when you get the hang of it, it's actually not that complex. Yeah, uh, a game. lock yourself in the it's garage again, man, and play it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I see why you started on the sheep, sheep thing. It's sounding mm-hmm. awful, just crap. Absolute garbage. <laughs> what are we reviewing next week? I should. Um, I think I'm gonna find stuff on Jump. And I uh, do have a game that I haven't had time to review from Brisbane Indie Developer, and we're going to cover that next week. Um, I haven't had a chance to go through that, but and I've lost the name. I apologize. I'll we'll go through that next week. Was... Really hope you enjoyed your plug there, Brisbane-based indie developer game. We're glad we could. <sighs> I will spout you next week and on the Facebook page. We didn't have time to um, get around to reviewing it this week, but we will. We will. I will find it. I will look through all of the oh, history. Yeah. You know. By the way, you know next uh, Saturday there's uh, Gold Coast Supernova on? I know. I told you about it. I'm going. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. On a Saturday? Hey! Yeah, yeah. We're going on Saturday. Yes. Yay! Well, we, we'll definitely um, see you there. We'll, um, we'll cover that. Yeah, this is the Doctor Who. Lots of people from Doctor Who there. That's why we're going, man. Well, I, uh, I think that's it from me and Dr. Butthole for this week. So, uh, <laughs> till next time. GG.